Welcome to the PA Leadership Podcast, brought to you by the Pennsylvania Association of Intermediate Units. The PA Leadership Podcast highlights aspiration, inspiration, and innovation in education during times of adversity and prosperity. Now to your hosts, Dr. Greg Coons and Dr. Mark Hoffman. All right, welcome to the PA Leadership Podcast. My name is Greg Coons, and I'm the Executive Director from Schoolkill Intermediate Unit 29. And from the Bucks County Intermediate Unit, as always, I'm Mark Hoffman, the very proud Executive Director. Intermediate Units, we are the agile, entrepreneurial, student-centered service agencies supporting the schools of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Greg, we can't do that work without partners, can we? We cannot do that without partners. And today we have partners from Variety. I can't wait to hear. Oh, really good stuff. We're going to be talking about adaptive equipment. Uh, The episode's titled My Bike, My Stroller, and My Communication Device. Um, I got to tell you, this this is a special episode because it talks about, you know, I I think about my my years in special education, um, and it's all about special people. And the two uh, the two guests today are very special people, um, and before I introduce them, I just wanted to share, uh, this was an experience I had back at Millersville, and we talked about, I, you know, I was thinking about one of our special guests here, and who is a friend of Fred, the late Mr. Fred Rogers, uh, Charlie LaValle, um, and uh, there was a professor I had at Millersville University, and he did, his name was Dr. Sidney Radonofsky, we called him Dr. Rad, and he talked about the, the importance of quality of life versus standard of living. And what this, this man here, Charlie LaValle, has been able to do is in, improve greatly the quality of life for people, uh, for people with, with various types of disabilities. Um, so er, in, in our case, diverse abilities. So our first guest um, uh, is Charlie LaValle, and he's from the Children's Variety Charity of Pittsburgh, and he has helped thousands of students with gaining a better quality of life through the use of adaptive equipment and technology. Welcome, Charlie. Thanks, Greg. Great to be with you and Mark. Thank you so very much. It's always wonderful to hear Fred's name mentioned. It always warms my heart. Thank you. And our second guest is Chrissy Hoag. Uh, Chrissy currently attends Penn State University and also serves as an intern at Variety. So welcome, Chrissy. Hi, it's nice to meet, nice to meet you both. Thanks for having me. Chrissy, I'm a Penn State grad. Oh, that's awesome. We're everywhere. You're going to figure out when you're looking for a job that Penn State grads are everywhere. It's a big alumni it's network. It's true. Yeah, it's great. It's already been awesome. So, it's a it's a pleasure to have you both here. Um, and you know, we, we started this off talking about the importance of partnerships. And uh, yes, we did. Greg, I know you think of Variety. I know you think of Charlie as one of your greatest yeah. partners and assets at, at your intermediate unit. And I know you're not alone in that regard. Not alone in that regard. And I I, I know Charlie's a friend of PAIU. Um, he it goes back to a conference going back. Geez, was it four or five years ago, Charlie? Um, when we had you, at least with the pandemic, I lose yes. track of time. Oh, how about it? How about it? So IU 13, like Sir Lebanon, IU 13 was the headed the, the conference that year. They were the host. They brought Charlie in. Um, and we did a fundraiser to raise, uh, uh, how many bikes did we end up getting? I believe it was two or three yes. as part of this. Um, and it went to, to all, it was just amazing to be part of this whole thing. Um, and how that evolved is, you know, Charlie came into Schuylkill County. Um, and you know, my personal experience with it, he came in and he met with our commissioners. Um, and you know, he said, group, I'd love to bring this, you know, this adaptive equipment to Schuylkill County. How can we do that? So we, we, uh, drummed up a great partnership with our staff and I got to tell you, I have to hand it to our planning committee because we had, 
We had occupational therapists, physical therapists, speech therapists. We had the special ed director. We had all these people involved and they took it and they ran with it with Charlie. And it's been a really great working relationship. And like Mark said, relationships are key. On this podcast, we talk all the time about how, how important relationships are to what we do. So, so Charlie, with that, I mean, we've talked a little bit about the impact you've had, but we actually haven't even introduced what Variety is and how you got connected. Would you mind kicking us off with that? Sure. Well, Variety, the children's charity, was um, founded nearly 100 years ago in Pittsburgh. And um, it's a fascinating story when um, in 1927 and um, 28, a, it, was, it was a social club of entertainers. And in 28, a mom left her one, her 11 month old, no, her one month old baby in, um, born on Thanksgiving on New, Christmas Eve, left her in the Sheridan Theater on the East End of Pittsburgh and said, I've always heard that uh, theater people are caring. And they found this baby. She said, we can't take care of, we can't take care of her. My husband's out of work. We have eight other mouths to feed. So it's fascinating to me that this charity that's now um, nearly 100 years old with 40 chapters around the world started in adversity. And I can't imagine what that mother felt like to leave her baby, her one-month-old, in the theater in Pittsburgh on Christmas Eve. And um, these entertainers cared for her, and that's how the charity was begun. Um, we're focused on kids with disabilities, and um, that's our unique um, space and um, we're really honored to do that work and um, it's it's fascinating to see um, you know this is another version of responding to adversity so we're just carrying that kind of mission on. Charlie can you talk a little bit about how uh, your work intersects with the work of the intermediate units? Greg gave a sense of it but could, from your perspective how did the connection originally uh, come to fruition with intermediate units and the works that were essentially supporting many of the same stakeholders? Right. Well, I had had the opportunity in the 80s to work on um, the caring program for children. Actually, it was Fred Rogers who had become to Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania then to direct this new program. When steel collapsed in Western Pennsylvania, you know, we lost uh, nearly 150,000 jobs and had some of the highest unemployment rate in the nation. And so what we were able to create was a model that became the, mo the basis for the Pennsylvania CHIP program and then the federal CHIP program. And so I had much connectivity back then with school districts and intermediate units, but it's been at a much deeper level because I don't know if I could be much more thankful for the intermediate units and the work you folks do and your dedication and commitment um, to special education and kids with special needs. So it was a natural partnership because you had the population we wanted to serve. So that was that's why it was great to come knocking on the IU doors you know, with you folks doing all that you already are so terrifically in this space, it was great for us to create a relationship with you. It's a very natural relationship. Yes, it is. It, and it really, it continues to expand. Um, it, it's, it's really a great model um, and it's benefiting families. And we talked about that quality of life uh, for families uh, across the Commonwealth. So uh, thank you, Charlie, for all that you do. We do appreciate thank that. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to ask Chrissy a question here. So uh, Charlie shared a great story with us and part of what, w why we wanted to invite you here um, regarding you have a personal example of how your family benefited uh, from Variety and, and this partnership. Yeah. Um, so 
Uh, we found variety, I think, in 2011. Um, my my brother has spina bifida, so um, he was born with this birth defect, and a few things stemmed from that as well. He was in the hospital for 69 days after he was born because there were some complications with his surgeries that he had to endure. Um, he needed a shunt put in, and when that happened, um, it was just... Uh, he was an infant and his surgeon had never done a, um, had never done a surgery on a, a child that young before. So when they went in to do that, the surgeon nicked a blood vessel in the, in the brain and it bled into the ventricle in the brain. And so now he has some stroke-like symptoms on his right side. So he had that slew of issues along with just the birth defect. But um, so we had noticed, you know, he was, different. It was clear to see. Um, he, he can't walk like other children can. And um, he has a speech impediment. And um, he also has some intellectual disabilities as well. And, you know, it was just as a sibling, um, obviously, I noticed that my brother is different from my friend's siblings and things like that. But, um, you know, I until I met other kids at school, I was just like, oh, he's my brother. Like, you know, I know nothing different. Um, but, you know, I, I saw differences, even just, you know, examples on TV and things like that. Like my brother couldn't, you know, run around the yard with me and, um, you know, we couldn't play catch the way other people could. We He couldn't, you know, use two hands with a glove or anything like that. So um, it was just like some subtle things that we found works around because that's what my family does. We're very good at adapting things that other kids can do to make sure James can. Um, in the piece I had written, I talked about how we had power wheels and stuff when I was a kid, and those were always so awesome. And my dad's a carpenter, so he's pretty handy with things like changing things and adapting things for James. So with the power wheel example, I, you know, I could very easily learn how to push the pedal down with my left foot when my dad changed it from the right to the left, just so James could push down and drive the same as I could. So we had two and we would like race them around the yard a little bit. And that was always so fun. Um, but the main thing um, was that James couldn't really ride a bike. So we have a lot of property at my house. Like we have two and a half acres. So Besides the fact that we just couldn't ride a bike, James could also not really like run around the yard with me and do things like that. So finding ways to get James active and outside was kind of difficult. And so we found variety in 2011 and my brother was eight at the time, which is kind of a long time to wait to learn how to ride a bike for a lot of kids. A lot of kids learn when they're around like five or six, maybe even four with the training wheels. Um, but James didn't get to learn until he was eight. And um, so when we found Variety, we were ecstatic because it was finally a way to get James out into the community, um, into the parks near our house. We live about five minutes away from a park um, and that we just couldn't really use to our best ability just because James wasn't able to walk around it with us or um, my dad would pick him up and carry him. He was a pretty light kid. Um, so we would go to the park and I would get to ride my bike there, but it just never felt right. Um, you know, you want to be able to ride your bike with your sibling, like all the other kids do and, you know, just things like that. So when we found variety, like I said, we were ecstatic. So my mom submitted the application and you know, we were on the list. So 
2011, James got his bike and he rode it in the medical center in Beaver for the first time. Um, there was like a parade around the hospital. Like I could very clearly remember, though I couldn't remember when I was thinking back again, exactly where it was done until I had spoken with my mom. Like I could very clearly remember the building we were in riding, like watching him ride his bike out into the parking lot. once the event was over, um, the sun was setting. It was like, it was the most perfect ending to a perfect day. Like he wrote, he basically rode his bike off into the sunset. And I think I wrote about that in the paper too, but um, yeah, I, I, it was just, it was a magical day. Um, Variety brought magic to our lives and um, it was just something that we were so thankful for. And we still are. James gets to ride his bike. Even today, he's still, um, he needs a bigger model. He's a little bit bigger now than he was when he was eight, but um, you know, it was just magical and we're still so thankful for the charity and all the opportunities it's provided us. Well, Chrissy, it, it's a great story. And I'm, I'm going back through this and I thought for our listeners, it'd be nice to share a passage. I, this, this resonated with me when I read this. Um, so you talked about how your brother James was, is your inspiration. Um, and I'm just going to, if you give me a couple seconds here, I'm going to read through. Um, this is from Chrissy. Um, Though he has had bumps along the way, James is very happy to be the person he is. Once at school, he was asked what he'd like to change about himself if he could. And he responded and said, nothing. I like me just the way I am. And that again, that res- resonated with me, Charlie. Um, a- any any thoughts when you when you hear that? Well, that's so just deeply touching. And you know, having our started talking with about um, uh, Fred Rogers, can't you hear him singing? You know, liking you just the way you are. And for James to have that feeling, I think is so terrific. That's what we want. All of us as parents and grandparents now want for our kids. For him to feel that way, that is inspirational. Right? Isn't that what we all want sure. for our children to like who they are? Absolutely. Charlie, where can where can folks learn more about Variety? The folks that are listening, they're intrigued. They're hearing this story of the meaningful, impactful work that you do and the way that it impacts others. It's obviously impacted Greg. It's impacted me. It's impacted uh, Chrissy and her brother. Where can folks learn more? Well, so we have three programs, My Bike, My Stroller, and My Voice. And they can go to our website varietypittsburgh.org, all the information's there. And I mean, just to highlight IU29 and what Greg and the team has done there. I mean, you know, Schuylkill's a pretty rural county, um, you know, claim to fame being Yingling Beer, perhaps, and IU29. But, um, you know, in this county, they organize so terrifically IU29 um, and the dedication and organization of the team, we've done nearly 200 adaptive bikes, adaptive strollers, and communication devices in Schuylkill County wow. because of the work of the team at IU29. That's nearly $300,000 worth of equipment brought into the county. And, and quite frankly, it never would have happened without Greg when he references the commissioner's meeting, though. He was the one who was committed to doing it. Whether others at the table were willing to or not, he felt it was right. And here we are these years later with the impact. And, you know, they had a, in the midst of the pandemic, I, this is one of my favorites, IU29 had a drive by and pick up your child's voice, the communication device, you know, kind of like you stop by and you get the groceries, right? Well, here you come to IU29 
They're all ready for you. The therapist is, you know, we've sent them the device and the, and the communication app that they chose and they've gotten it already. So mom and child drive up, they give you the communication device. And then the next day they're starting therapy with you. I mean, how cool is that? Drive by and pick up your child's voice day. I thought that was one of the best ever. Well, I, I again, I want to, I, we need to wrap this up and I, I really, Chrissy, Charlie, uh, the work that you're doing, um, it, it, it's changing lives, uh, across the PA, across PA, um, your stories, I, I'm sure these will live on for, for years to come. Um, and you're like, we talked about improving the quality of life for so many individuals with diverse abilities uh, across the state. Um, so thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart and, and, and Mark. Yeah. Congratulations to both of you, Chrissy, congratulations on, uh, your internship and obviously your your studies and what a voice, what an advocate for your brother and for all individuals with disabilities. Uh, so much to be proud of. And Charlie, thanks for your partnership and commitment to supporting the the stakeholders at Intermediate Units hold to be, uh, you know, sort of central to our work and our calling as well. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. So thanks thank again, Charlie and Chrissy. Thank you so much. Time. Yeah, thanks. thank you for giving me a platform to talk about my experience so other people can hear. Well, you are welcome. Well, thank you for listening to the PA Leadership Podcast, where we highlight innovation in education during times of adversity. Until next time, make it a great day and innovate PA.